Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Namitha Raghunath, and today is Tuesday, the 18th of October, 2022. Starting in Europe today. In Ukraine, yesterday, Russia attacked Ukrainian capital, Kyiv. There was a wave of attacks with what appear to be 28 Iranian-made drones. Critical infrastructure was hit with electricity cuts in hundreds of towns and villages. At least eight people were killed. There have been calls for sanctions on Iran which continue to deny supplying drones to the Russian military. A week ago, the Ukrainian capital was hit by Russian missiles, which left 19 dead. In Russia, yesterday, a military aircraft crashed into a residential area. An apartment block was set on fire, and emergency services were called to the scene. Three people were killed and several more were injured. Russia's defense ministry said the military plane was on a training flight when one of the engines caught fire. The pilots in the aircraft ejected themselves from the plane before the crash. In the UK, Chancellor Jeremy Hunt has ditched almost all of Prime Minister Liz Truss' tax cuts. These tax cuts were announced in the government mini-budget three weeks ago. Yesterday, Chancellor Hunt announced the basic rate of income tax would remain at 20p indefinitely, instead of being cut. He also said the cap on energy prices charged to households is now only guaranteed until April next year. The government has today decided to make further changes to the mini-budget. Firstly, we will reverse almost all the tax measures announced in the growth plan three weeks ago that have not started parliamentary legislation. So I've decided that the basic rate of income tax will remain at 20% and it will do so indefinitely until economic circumstances allow for it to be cut. Asia. In Iran, yesterday, the EU said it was imposing sanctions on 11 people and four organizations, including Iran's morality police. This is in response to Iran's crackdown on the protests. Also in Iran, yesterday, the death toll from a fire at Iran's notorious Evin prison rose from four to eight. Officials said dozens more were injured in the fire at the jail in Tehran on Saturday night. Hundreds of those taking part in anti-government protests have been sent to Evan Prison. It is not clear whether the incident at the jail was connected to the protests. State TV said it was a part of an escape plan by prisoners. However, a witness inside the prison said that prisoners had not set fire to the site. The prison has long been criticized by Western rights groups for using torture, as well as denying medical care for the prisoners. In Korea, 
It was announced yesterday that the world's biggest boy band, BTS, will be taking a break to join the South Korean military for national service. This ends years of debates over whether the K-pop stars could avoid military duties. In South Korea, all able-bodied men aged 18 to 28 must serve the country for about two years. South Korea has compulsory military service mainly because the country is still technically at war with its nuclear-armed neighbor, North Korea. The Americas In the United States, it was announced yesterday that Kanye West has agreed to buy the uncancelable social media platform Parler. Last week, the star's Twitter and Instagram accounts were locked after he posted anti-Semitic messages. Parler is used mainly by U.S. conservatives and describes itself as a free speech alternative to mainstream platforms. The company said Kanye will never have to fear being removed from social media again. In Venezuela New United Nations data reveal that more than 7 million Venezuelans have left their homeland since 2015. This is amid ongoing economic and political crisis. More than half of them face challenges accessing food, housing, and stable employment. But despite the difficulties facing them in other countries... The number of Venezuelans escaping Venezuela has not reduced. Aid agencies warn that these migration issues are being forgotten amid other crises. Africa United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres has said the situation in Ethiopia is spiraling out of control. He has now called for urgent peace talks. He has also called for the immediate removal of Eritrean troops who have been fighting on the government side. Deliveries of trade to Tigray have been suspended since the fighting began in August. In Tanzania, President Samia Suluhu Hassan has said she's concerned over the high birth rate and has urged citizens to use birth control. She said that she had visited a healthcare center that birthed 1,000 children a month, and that this is going to be a problem for future resources. This is a big change from former President John Magufuli, who openly encouraged women to not use contraception. In 2016, after the launch of free primary and secondary education in Tanzania, Magufuli said women can throw away their contraceptives as education is now free. And finally, in Somalia, the under-17 national football team has won an international competition. This is the first time the Somali football team has won an international competition since Somalia entered a civil war in 1991. This win has brought a rare sense of unity to a conflict-ridden Somalia. And that's your world news in 7 minutes.
you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Send7Podcast. I'm Namitha Raghunath, and tomorrow you will be with Stephen Devincenzi. Have a lovely day. Bye.